Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for June 29th, 2018. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. So uh, normally don't talk about Bellator here on uh, uh, the podcast or, or on the blog, uh, but tonight Bellator 201 has two women's fights on the main card. It will air on the Paramount Network at 9 p.m. Eastern. Now, the, this includes the main event. Now, before I start talk about the fights themselves, I just want to preface this by saying that for the most part, Bellator has done a piss-poor job with the two women's divisions that they have. The talent level just isn't there, okay? I wish it was, but it isn't. So what we have tonight is the main event is a uh, women's flyweight championship match with Elimile McFarlane um, defending her title against Alejandra Lara. Now, Elimile is from Hawaii. Her record is 7-0. To me, she seems like a pretty good fighter. She's had four fights in Bellator, but for some reason, she's had two fights against the same opponent, Emily Dakote. And that was what her last win was. And I thought it was a huge mistake. This is somebody she had already beaten. And I don't understand why they did that. So I think she's a good fighter. Not sure she's a great fighter. We may find out tonight. It's hard to tell. Her opponent here, Alejandra Lara, is from Colombia. Her record is 7-1. and one. Um, So here's the big problem with Bellator. Uh, Bellator brought in these two Russians, okay, uh, uh, one of them was uh, Lena Ochinikova, okay? And these girls, both of these girls are very attractive and they're supposed to be good fighters. But both of them have turned out to be busts. So in her last fight, uh, Lena Ochinikova was supposed to win over Alejandra Lara, who probably isn't as experienced as she is, okay? But instead, Alejandra won the fight And so that's why she's getting the title shot, okay? And the problem is they don't really have anybody other than McFarlane. And most of the other fighters are blah. And that's the big problem. And that's the big problem. And so I don't know if the fight will be good. I'm going to be watching it because, you know, I get the Paramount Network. But... I expect uh, the champ to retain her belt because I just think she's a better fighter. She's got more experience. Uh, Her opponent kind of lucked into the the title match because uh, her opponent turned out to be a bust. And uh, so that's your main event. The other one that's on the main card is uh, Valerie Letourneau versus Christina Williams. And this is also at flyweight. Of course, we should all be familiar with Valerie. She's a uh, Canadian from Montreal who now lives in Florida, trains an American top team. Of course, she's a former UFC fighter. And uh, uh, in, in the UFC, it was before they had flyweight. So she actually came in as a late replacement. Okay, She fought in, in bantamweight, and she was probably too small for bantamweight. And then she also fought at strawweight, and she actually got a title shot against uh, Joanna Dijicek when uh, her opponent, uh, uh, Marina Moroz, crapped out. So Valerie got a title shot that she probably shouldn't have got. Um, But she had trouble making weight, and and she never should have been fighting at at strawweight to begin with. So just before the UFC started 
uh, flyweight, Valerie left, and now she's signed with Bellator, who already had a flyweight division. Either way you look at it, she's not an elite fighter. She never has been. I mean, I've been familiar with her for years. She's just not that good. You know, her record is nine and six. Uh, she won her first fight at Bellator. Uh, Christina is coming in as a late replacement. The original opponent, Bruna Ellen, uh, dropped out due to injury. Christina is a very inexperienced fighter. She's 2-0. and oh. In her first fight, she beat the uh, overhyped boxer-turned-MMA fighter, Heather Hardy. It's considered to be kind of an upset, but as we've seen since then, Heather Hardy should probably stick to boxing and not do MMA because she isn't any good at it. You know, she had that fight with Anna Juliton that was so bad that Anna retired, all right? So uh, I don't know if Christina will has a chance to win this fight. My guess is it'll go to a unanimous decision. Could be a split decision. I don't know. Valerie's not a finisher. She never has been. And uh, so I don't really know what kind of fight it's going to be. I'm not sure Christina is all that good, but they needed a late replacement, so I guess she's appropriate. There is one other women's fight on the show um, that's on the prelims. Carrie Melendez, who is Gilbert Melendez's wife, will be facing Tiani Valley. That is at strawweight. Uh, I'm not sure what a strawweight fighter is doing on there. Uh, Carrie is basically a kickboxer. Um, she's had some injury problems. She's just coming back from that. So she's only had one MMA fight, but she's primarily a kickboxer. Uh, there was a, a fourth women's fight that was supposed to be on the show, but uh, one of the fighters missed weight very badly. And so uh, it is no longer on the show. Now, got a couple of uh, upcoming fights to discuss. Um, oh, just want to mention, don't forget that that show, Bellator show, is 9, 8, 9 p.m. tonight on the Paramount Network. Okay. Now, uh... The UFC uh, announced yesterday that uh, a women's uh, strawweight bout will headline the July 17th Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series. It will be Macy Barber versus Jamie Colleen, and this will air on UFC Fight Pass. Now, um, Macy Barber is the kind of fighter that I would prefer to see on the Tuesday Night Contender Series. Okay, she's 20 years old from Court, Fort Collins, Colorado. She's won all five of her fights at LFA. Her latest win was over Audrey Perkins at the May 4th LFA show. And now she has a chance to win a UFC contract. Okay, and you know, we'll see how she does. Um, I have a feeling she'll do pretty good because obviously they've already seen her. Uh, Jamie Colleen was on last year's Dana White uh, Tuesday Night Contender Series. Uh, she won over Mallory Martin on the August 15, 2017 show, but she did not get the contract. Now, I remember that fight, and I don't think either fighter looked particularly good. Uh, Jamie won late in the fight uh, with a, um, a, a finish. I think it was a TKO. Now, she's 32 years old from Philadelphia. Uh, her 4-1 record was mostly for King of the Cage. She, you know... She's very popular in the Philadelphia area. You know, she's kind of a highly touted prospect. And I guess that's how she landed up on the Tuesday Night uh, Contender Series. I mean, I had heard of her, you know. But there comes a point that a prospect becomes a suspect. And Jamie may have crossed that threshold. Okay? 
So I, I think she's being set up to lose here to somebody who may turn out to be a very big star in the UFC. So that'll be June, July 17th. And don't forget the winner ha is also competing for the other winners on that show for the UFC contract. Just not winning the fight. Winning the fight is not enough. You have to win the contract. Okay, so that's July 17th on UFC Fight Pass. And uh, yesterday, Ryzen announced that uh, Kanako Murata versus Angela Magana has been added to Ryzen 12, August 12th at Dolphin Arena in Nagoya. Now, this fight will be at strawweight. Uh, for those not familiar with Kanako, she was an amateur wrestling ace at Nihon University. She was recruited to Ryzen by Olympic wrestling champ Sari Yoshida. She's 24 years old, and her record is 7-1. Now, that one loss was a big mistake. She really, Kanako really, really, really wanted to fight Rin Nakai, and everybody tried to talk her out of it, but... And, and it's partially because it's out of her weight class. The fight was actually at flyweight, and Rin's just bigger than her, right? And she ended up doing it. She lost. She was awful in the fight. And ever since then, all she talks about is wanting a rematch. And this is despite the fact that she knows Rin got injured during the match. Now, part of the problem with Kanako is Ryzen has been concentrating on atom weight, and they even farmed Kanako out to Pancrase and Deep. So until they figure out what to do with her, Ryzen has brought in Gaijin fighters to face Kanako. So like in May, she beat um, the British fighter Lanchana Green on Ryzen 10. Lanchana, of course, was on uh, The Ultimate Fighter 23. So now they're bringing in Angela Magana, of all people. Now, of course, Angela's a veteran fighter. She used to be a decent fighter. But injuries have really slowed her down. She was on Tough 20, and then she lost all three of her UFC fights, and she had a two-year break due to injury. Now, of course, we all know about the time that uh, Chris Cyborg punched her at the UFC retreat. But regardless of that, she's just not any good anymore. One would think that at age 34, you know, enough is enough. Retire already. I mean, I guess even Victor doesn't want her. Okay? The one good thing about Angela is she can talk and hype a fight. But I don't think she can fight anymore. And, and that's the problem. It makes her a perfect gauging opponent for Hanako. For Kanako, well, at least that's how Ryzen looks at it. Anyway, that's it for today. Uh, don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And you can leave a message on the podcast if you have any questions or any comments or anything like that. And you can subscribe to my podcast at uh, Google Play Music, iTunes, and Google Podcasts and other services. Um, don't know yet when the next podcast will be. Uh, depends what's going on and all of that. Uh, I'm sure I'll be quite active next week with um, uh, International Fight Week. So uh, until uh, the next one, have a good weekend. We'll talk to you later.